The world of story has captivated humanity since the dawn of time. The oldest known form of communication, verbal storytelling, is responsible for the continuity and development of civilization from its most primitive moments to its most advanced. Story involves a sense of mystical wonder, but is also a powerful medium for communicating real and concrete ideas that shape people's lives and make them take action. Steve Schramm, marketer, nonfiction writer, and story nerd, and Alex Jagir, fiction writer, wannabe game designer, and story nerd, join forces as worlds collide to discuss how story is the most powerful concept ever known and how it interacts with each and every aspect of our lives, from the most magical to the most mundane. Welcome into another episode of the Story World Podcast. Steve Schramm here, your boy Al. What's up, Al? Doing well, Steve. How about you, sir? Man, good. We're raring and ready to go. I have a fun episode ahead of us tonight. Yeah, yeah. A little bit different, a little bit more relaxed. Why don't you tell us what's happening? Yeah, so what we're going to do is an experiment that can fail massively. Will. And and so here's the thing. So we thought it would be kind of fun to... Create. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode, a rating system so that we knew how to rate the movies that we review from time to time on the podcast, right? So we do our movie nights, and then we come back to the next episode or so and talk about them. And we've done some great ones. Um, Knives Out, uh, Space Cowboys to Prestige, Unbearable Way to Massive Talent. We've done a lot of really good movies. And the thing is, is we don't know what the rating system is going to look like. So... We kind of thought, which we, we might end up erasing everything we're saying, but we kind of thought it might be fun to come up with the rating system like live and in color, and you can just kind of enjoy this part of the journey with us. So I think the plan is to somehow come up with a rating system from 1 to 10. I suggested that 10 just be the Nick Cage masterpiece, the unbearable way to massive talent. I don't think Alex is quite on board with that, but you know it is a consideration. I think if that's a 10, then we kind of know where everything else fits. Anyway. Um, the goal is to come up with a rating system, rate the movies that we've watched so far, and then that'll be it. Sounds good to me. Um, I think you're onto something with the Nick Cage thing. I think that 10 should just be Nick Cage. So if you have a meter, zero to 10, there's no right. 10. It goes nine, face of Nick Cage. I think right. I think that should be, that should be 10. <laughs> and then any movie that Nick Cage is in gets the automatic Nick Cage. Is it? Doesn't matter what movie. Doesn't matter what movie. Doesn't it's, matter what movie. It's Nick Cage. It's it's been Nick Cage, um, and so it wins. Yeah. That sounds like a great. Not the freaking Heimlich uh, on the ass. Oh yes. It's about this. I just said mother freaking. Uh, <laughs> easy. Anyway, easy. Um, easy. We want to go on a one to ten scale. So here's the what the thing that I'm seeing too is, obviously we'll probably watch some terrible movies. But those are probably few and far between. We'll probably focus on good movies that are that we both really like. So yeah. chances are we probably won't see a movie that will rate like a one, two, three, or four, just because we just probably won't watch any movies that bad. Mm-hmm. Chances are we just want to skip ones, right? Watch, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe exactly. we, maybe we should just still stick with one through one through. You know page. what? No, I'm thinking five. I'm thinking five. I, li- star, I like right? a I like a five. I like a five scale. I like this. You know what we think of like a five star rating and. In a five star rating, like a one is still pretty bad, but like I don't know, a one doesn't mean like in a five scale, like a one doesn't mean it's like 
even a one isn't like awful, awful. You know, like I mean, yeah, I guess a zero would be uh, would be awful. I don't know. I mean, a one would still be pretty bad, but like a two, right? A two is not like the worst disaster movie even that you've ever seen. Probably like a two is still like okay, it mostly sucked, but there were some respectable parts to it. You, you could, know, you so could it's not creep along some things. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's not like we'll never have a a, a one or a two in the course of our entire existence. Yeah, so, right. Anyway. I agree. I agree. So yeah. let's do the one through five. We're just gonna cool. Are we gonna do stars or are we gonna are we gonna do something else? Are we gonna have uh, slabs of meat? I mean, what's uh, what's the deal here? Ooh. Oh yeah, like uh, like a one is like spam. Yes. Right. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. I want uh, to so a two we, could be like turkey wait, bacon. Wait, whether you like wait, it or wait, wait. it. Wait. 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 Stop. Okay. Stop. Stop. Okay. Please, stop. I have to create a graphic for this, like as yes. soon as possible. Okay. Please tell me. That we can call this the meat o meter. Yeah. The meat o meter. Absolutely. Meat o meter. The meat o meter. This is amazing. This if is my favorite thing ever. We can do it for anything. It doesn't have to relate to movies. It can relate to Look, movies. if Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes could do it, we could do this. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying. I think it, it was Rotten more, Tomatoes could do it. I think it was more well known for throwing tomatoes at things that suck rather than raw meat. But uh, <laughs> the meat o meter still has a place in history, I think. It's, uh, it's going to be a thing. It, I, it's at least going to be a thing for the two people who record and listen to this yeah. podcast. Yes, absolutely. The two audience members. All right. So, so I'm making, I'm making a note in our notes. So, so the meter meter. So now we need a scale. So, so I, so, so like a one, one. Wait, should one be tofu? And then maybe two meat? Is tofu even meat? I don't know the answer. No, but that's, but that's why I think it should be one. It's one star. It's really not good at all. It's oh wow! It's questionable whether it should be made. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe we're say. already maybe we're already breaking Tof our rule. Maybe it, we should. Tofu, do. tofu is like that fake meat, right? It's fake meat. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. It's fake. Is it, so, but let me. Okay, so wait. Is is given the range of options? Yes. Is tofu or like the impossible? Or is it like the same thing? Like the impossible Ooh, yeah. meat is like which one is maybe more. I'm not familiar enough with tofu to make a judgment. So you be the decider. Is it tofu or impossible? I think that we should put impossible meat down there because it it's a direct imposter. When people are eating tofu, they know right. what they're getting. For impossible meat, the first time I saw it, I was like, impossible meat? That sounds pretty good. And then when I realized it wasn't meat, I was pretty ticked off. So yeah, I, I think okay. impossible meat, number one. I like that. I like your idea. I think two should be spam because spam has some redeemable qualities. If you fry it up real good, so if you fry it, yeah, and, right. and exactly. put it in like maybe ten pounds of rice and mix it around, um, and I think that just you know just to kind of spread out the taste and so, okay, so I, I like that. Okay, uh, I I like that. So, three. so a three. Now, is is spam too close to like bologna, like fried bologna, or or is is that actually like a lot better? Could could we? Um, probably or, or the same level that's around the same level okay so never mind I I so. so so we'll just go a possible meat and then spam and then number three so is number three maybe the turkey bacon is that i would think so or no yeah now we're dealing with a lot of meats here but i think turkey bacon <laughs> I, I i like turkey bacon but it's not my go-to like if it's there i will enjoy it and i'll be okay that was good but i'm not gonna oh, go right exactly yeah that's how I feel about it too. Like I would eat turkey bacon, but let's at least put it there as a placeholder. I think turkey bacon is pretty good for three. Okay, I don't okay. know though. Maybe uh, are you thinking of something else? 
Okay. What? This is so much fun. Okay. This is the best episode of our podcast ever. I'm declaring it right now. (laughs) What's cool about this is once we're done, we're literally going to have the option to compare these movies to Impossible Meat, Spam, and Turkey Bacon. This is going to be awesome. All right. You know, you know what I'm thinking? There's so much meat out there. I think this is going to turn into a 20 point scale. And we're just going to have to. Really good. It really could. How about, how about so, instead of going to three, how about we work backwards? What would be five? Like, well, what would be so that, that's where I was going. Okay? okay. So here's the question. Because when I think of a great meat as well, I, I know I like ribs a lot. But like the question is, is like I know a lot of times like the full rack of ribs, for example, is like the most expensive or one of the most expensive. Gotcha. It's not the most expensive meat on the menu. But. It's probably around there pretty close with filet mignon, although you'll get a lot less filet for the same price as you will for the ribs. So, yeah. in other words, do we want to keep it mostly in the steak family? Because it, So then it would look like three would be turkey bacon, right? Four would probably be like hamburger or yes. like a good, yeah. a good, like an Angus burger, right? Yeah. And, then, and then five would be like juicy filet steak. mignon or like oh, a nice yeah. juicy steak or just whatever. Or do we want to go like, like number three burger and then like steak number four and then ribs five or vice versa. So this no, is like, this is I the have, tough questions that we have. I like to your idea. I actually really like putting three down. Heck, we could even maybe even skip turkey bacon and just put bacon there because I, I think at least for me it progresses mm. bacon, turkey bacon, even some sausage, all that, and then after that goes. I just love a freaking good burger. You know, I just right I love yeah burger, and then five could be. Whether you specifically put filet or you put, you know, like like juicy steak or, you know, well cooked or however you want to word it, you know, steak should be that number five. Okay. So we can just keep it. We can just keep it. Bacon. Yeah. Okay. So spam, bacon, um, burger. Yeah. We just keep it simple and then steak, right? That's kind of the idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Impossible meat, spam, bacon, burger, steak. I think that's a perfect list. This is amazing. Here's the thing. It's actually very helpful because I think I will, in some strange way, be <laughs> yeah. able be able to more accurately identify these movies with how I feel about particular cuts of Absolutely. meat than I would be Absolutely. able to put an arbitrary number. I can't yeah. believe these words are leaving my mouth, but this is truly how I feel. Yes. So now, what um, is what is your, exciting? What is your favorite? Like me, is it the ribs? Like a rack of ribs? Like that's something you can't resist. Mm. Mm. I'll tell you why that's a hard one for me. Because, by the way, speaking of pigeon forwards, which, which we were speaking of before we yep. hit record, Corky's barbecue, fantastic ribs. They have pork rinds. We need to we talk. Al- it's we really almost good. We almost got that, but I don't know why we decided not to. But we're gonna get that. Okay, next. their ribs are life changing. And their pork rind appetizer is also really good. I'm serious. It's really good. Yeah. So uh, the reason why this is difficult for me to answer is because um, a lot of times, like literally yesterday, um, I got steak. But like if they don't put barbecue sauce, on, which I I, I, uh, I don't eat barbecue sauce uh, unless I'm cheating on my diet, right? And so if they don't have a good dry rub, which Corky's does, if they don't have a good dry rub, then the ribs are typically just okay I got in the absence of a good barbecue sauce. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is my, so this is my problem. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time choosing between the ribs and the steak. I think 
the ribs get the edge if I'm legit having it with either barbecue sauce or a fantastic dry rub. Otherwise, the steak is probably the top of the line for me. So. I think I've I think I've told you this before, but ribs are very hit and go with me. And more often than not, I get ribs that are okay versus ribs that yeah. are great. When I do hit ribs though that are great, they are hard to beat. Mm -hmm. But um, as oh, a whole, yeah. I agree that the steak, like I'd rather have a steak or that perfect burger over the ribs. But again, when you hit that 10 out of 10 rib, it's it's hard to beat. Exactly. It, but exactly. it's just, a lot of places just seem to ruin ribs for me. I don't know, just a lot of times when I eat ribs, I'm yeah. just like, eh, it's, it's okay. It's like I wouldn't, like the place I went to yesterday, for example, and got the ribs. I would never get the ribs there again. Now they, don't get me wrong, they were good. They were really good. Um, but they were dry. They, again, they didn't have the sauce. They didn't have any seasoning. And so, like, you could tell, like, the meat was good. It was good quality meat. It had good potential. Yeah. But in the absence of the barbecue and they didn't have a good dry rub, it, yeah. it just it, 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 yep. it wasn't there. So, anyway. They, you might just really smell this list, too. It probably follows an exact bell curve of the amount of times that we will eat these kinds of meats versus the number of movies that they directly correlate the number of movies in each category. Does that make sense? So, so we're probably never going to eat an impossible burger on the, in by the same token, it's how true. often are we going to watch a one-star movie? Probably hardly ever. Maybe that's the, true. Maybe try it because someone like recommend it to us. We're like, okay, we got to at least take a test, but they mm -hmm. come in like bacon and burger movies. We'll probably watch probably quite a bit. Exactly. And no, that's I probably the that. meat I've the most. So it's actually correlates, I think pretty strongly. Yeah, no, it's very true because the steak definitely happens more rarely. Like it yeah. happens, but it I still eat it rarely, at least oh, for I, me. I eat it more than like a spam or an impossible meat, but definitely less than oh, yeah. like a burger or bacon. 100%. Oh, this is cool. Right. I, I love so, this. I can't wait I mean, to title this YouTube video and put this thumbnail together. I'm so excited. This is this is going to be the one. This is this is the episode where uh, the view is skywalking. It's all it, about it all, it all takes off from here. We'll get we'll have three listeners instead of two. Or we'll have three. <laughs> I told my mom about this episode. Yeah. Well <laughs> well, if we get four, we'll double our listenership, I think. So Yeah, that's all we need is double. Check that out, man. You know, pretty good. So all right. Well, I'm oh, shall very we get excited to rate yes. these movies. Yes, yes absolutely. All right. Um, so let's just go to the first one. And um, I guess we'll mm -hmm. probably say a word or two about the movies, but we've already done analysis on it. So go back, read those reviews. <laughs> this is the official meet a meter um stamp of approval mm -hmm. though by uh steve sham and your boy al so steve take it away with the first movie we actually watched in your movie you recommended rocket man wow rocket man gosh uh okay now here's a question okay in our rating system are we are we trying to think objectively or are we allowing ourselves because we're each giving them a rating are we yeah. allowing ourselves to think subjectively here's the main reason i i and yeah. I, I asked this because rocket man for me has nostalgic things that don't allow me to be objective about the rating i would give it unless i'm forcing myself to go there yeah so right. i actually i like looking at both of those aspects i would say if we had gone the route of we are a sole reviewer you know, podcast that we'd, we'd have to, like, but because you and I each have different personality, and this is just a fun thing we do. We love movies, our own different mm -hmm. movies. Let's just do it subjectively so that we can just, you know, whatever we want. Mm. Okay, cool. Now, now this is fun. The other thing I would say is, I wonder if it's ever possible to have like, I mean, like in real writing systems, you can have like a four and a half stars, 
out of five because like couldn't you then have like an angus burger right that was kind of like a little bit of like a like a you know like a steak yes, or we yes. or we just you know so anyway let's just um, do the, the hard numbers at least for now we'll just do the hard numbers for yeah. now okay yeah. okay okay we'll do the hard numbers for now okay given that i i am gonna give rocket man i i'm gonna give rocket man a um a a four a four a okay four. okay a four i think i have to give it a four the nostalgic it's it's the nostalgic points are just are just there for me it's not an objectively fantastic movie mm -hmm. but i do think it is hilarious and i it keeps me laughing and what else was it ever trying to accomplish you know it keeps me, it keeps yeah. me laughing some of it, this last time I watched it with you, I kind of like realized how stupid some of it was. And so that puts it closely into bacon cat, uh, territory for me. Um, um, even though I love bacon. Again, I love bacon. It's just not, yes. you know, it's not a burger. You know, it's not a good, it's juicy. A, a, yeah, you know, I got it. It enhances a burger. But it, so anyway, so I'm, I'm going I'm to four with Rocket Man. I thought that you were either going to go with a, with a four or five, a burger or steak. So that makes sense. Yeah. I don't love that movie. I, I know, know I do. I love it so much. I, I want. I want to give it a steak, but <clears throat> I think the the part of me that has to be somewhat objective somewhat about this, objective, just, it yeah. won't let me. It won't let me give Rocket Man a steak. I, I can't. I can't I, do it. So. I think my um, subjectivity aligns pretty well with the objectiveness of it. I want to say I'm going to give it a bacon, which is a three. And I think yeah. um, because I, the thing that I really liked about that movie, and I forget a lot of the specifics just because it's been a while since we watched it. I remember yeah. laughing so much harder than I thought I would. And um, yeah. it yeah. really took me by surprise. So I actually think, obviously, like what you said, it's there to make people laugh. It's not there to tell a overly, you know, like edge of your seat story or anything like that. Um, but it's, um, I think it does a great job making you laugh and it's just dumb. And that's what it's there for. Um, yeah. And so I, I really, uh, yeah. So I, I really appreciate it for that. So I'm going to give it a bacon. Okay, let's okay, I love this. Let's 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 take a timeout really quick. I think we need like three to five uh scoring criteria. Okay, not that we have to be overly scientific about this. I'm just saying like I would love to be able to think about like for example, um story, right? The story the actual storytelling, mm -hmm. um the um emotional um emotional i don't know what to say emotional response right because i'm thinking um if i'm thinking about uh a rocket man as a movie to like you know change my life or be inspirational <laughs> it is not that uh but it is but it it does get me laughing a lot and so it's very emotional yeah. i don't know maybe i'm overthinking this but like I, as i'm thinking about this i'm just like yeah but how are we ever going to define what a what a five is. This is what I was asking myself, right? So, like, like we can even use this as a transition into the prestige, right? Because I really feel like the prestige is objectively up there. Like, I don't want to give away the farm here, but it really, it might be a state. I mean, the prestige yeah. is a, is a fantastic movie. Why? That's the mm -hmm. question. Why is it? So I'm trying to ask, why is that such a good movie? So you're talking and, like, about addressing there... certain subcategories to the movies, too? Well, yeah, not either, not either rating them that way. I'm just trying no. to think like like if, if we're gonna say that it's a it's a that it's a it's a high four or a five or whatever. I gotcha. like, 
what makes it that way? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud now. You know, probably make it that way in each of our own minds too. So I think that when we do, and obviously when we go through each of our reviews in the future, specifically, we'll be able to focus on that one. But looking at these, we can each give our little summary of why we think it deserves that rating. Touching on all those points. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, do you think, I mean, would it help you to be able to point to like a list of three, three to five things and be like, okay, on these things, it's, or no, you're saying, you're saying we don't need to do that. What are you? I think, I think it, I think it could be good to, okay. to, to touch on each of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, so help me figure out what these would be then. Right. Am I right in thinking like storytelling, right? Just objectively, like the storytelling. Like, objectively, of the, objectively of the have the storytelling. Yep. Emotional yeah. response is good. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. Emotional like response. Uh, um, character I, development is that another thing too? I would I would just put characters because maybe a movie might necessarily want to focus on the character. You know, yeah. So just yeah, characters. Okay, characters. Um, another thing I would do too is uh, purpose or um. I don't know. If there's a simple way to shorten it, but does the movie reach? Say if Rocket Man, Rocket Man is seeking to be a funny movie, straight up. Mm-hmm. If it's not, oh funny, yeah, it fails at that. So. Does the movie actually succeed at what it's supposed to do? Does that make sense? Ooh, um, yes. There's got to be a good way to put this. Um, like purpose seems too simple. I feel like that there's a um, there's another word for it. And I'm just totally blanking out. Um, like I'm thinking about intent, uh, direction. Yeah, um, intent. Intent is one. Um, any of those really? I'm just. I feel like there's a word. I'm gonna write. Me. I don't know if this makes sense. So. I think of movies as like categories, like okay, I don't yeah. know if that like so category intent. I don't know if that makes sense, but like you know, like mm. um, if like yeah, like if 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 Rocket Man is trying to be a comedy, it gets a at least a four out of five in that particular category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I like that. If it's intending to be, I like it. Yeah. Okay. So storytelling, emotional response, characters, category intent, or whatever that is, and then. Is there one I, more thing, maybe? I don't know if this necessarily... I guess it kind of relates to storytelling. Oh, um, it, yeah. this kind of goes to storytelling and emotional response, but like payoff slash lasting impact. Like, is it something that you think about or is it something that really draws you Ooh. into afterwards? Again, maybe that's crossing categories there, but that's the only other thing I can think of. I think those four are great. Maybe we don't need another one. I was well, going to put down... It's, it's like... Um, it's like the difference between Rocket Man and like the Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe we shouldn't do that because maybe some <laughs> movies are not out to do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, that's what I was just getting ready to say is maybe it maybe that actually fits under category intent, right? Because like the intent that's of true. the comedy yeah. isn't necessarily to like make you think for the rest of life, yeah, whereas movies like Interstellar are kind of that way. Yep. Like I'm going to be yep. thinking about this for a long time. I was also know? the only thing other thing that I thought of was score. But at the same time, um, like that goes under kind of emotional response because some some movies might not want to have a lot of music in it and some movies might want to. So I yeah. Kind of... What about, is there a difference between plot and storytelling or is it all the same? Is that the same thing? I'd put it the same. You could even change storytelling to plot if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think I might actually, um, 
because storytelling can go like, how is the plot explained? Is it coherent? Does it make sense? Is it, you know? Yeah. I like that. So plot, um, emotional, emotional response, characters, category intent. Yeah. Right. I mean, that I like feels that. okay. Maybe <clears throat> if there's another one that comes up, we can, we can talk about it. But like those that. four will be enough to keep moving through it. I think. Perfect. Right? I agree. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Right. This is fun. Okay. All right, keep on going, Steve. All right, so we got, oops, uh, we've got the prestige, the prestige. prestige. Okay, okay. Um, Ooh. man, you take this one away. Uh, yeah, yeah, you go first on this one. Yep. So, uh, maybe no surprise here. So, I, I think, um, this has been kind of my, my favorite. I go back between two or three movies, but I safe to say my favorite movie of all time. And I think it's uh, subjectively, yes, so, and even objectively, it's um, a very powerful, um, great movie. Um, I'm going to have to give it a stake rating, at least, you know, from a subjective stance. I don't think, I'd be hard-pressed if anyone could put it lower than a four, um, unless, like, it just falls totally outside of, like, your category, of what you like to watch. But 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 the, the, the plot of the prestige is just, it really hooks you um and it's told very well even though it's confusing it's confusing in all the right ways it's supposed to make Mm. you feel confused along the way um you definitely feel an emotional pull from it from the characters and some of the kind of dark things that happen in there you're kind of tugged both ways um and even at the end you kind of feel you feel an emotional um pull for some of the characters um yeah and character development is great the characters are so strong um, a lot of that has to do with the great acting um, that was in it. And then it's weird. Christopher Nolan's movies, he kind of created his own kind of category for a movie. Kind of uh, yeah. like time. I don't know, like time hopping. Um, it, it, specifically, this one, I guess it, it's kind of like a uh, like a crime mystery movie. I guess you would kind of put it in. It's a very, yeah. it's in its own type of category. But whatever category you want to put it in, Christopher Nolan, I think, nailed it. Um, really knows so i'm giving it a stake five star yep yep i'm gonna i'm actually gonna give it a stake as well i Ooh, steve i am i am i really think it was like and even having only seen it once like yep. it it made me think the plot was obviously ingenious like all mm. like there were like three or four i feel like big reveals all stacked up near the end of the movie that were just like absolutely huge it had me on my seat it had me you know guessing just wondering what was up on the category yeah i was kind of thinking the same thing like how do you even categorize that he almost created his own category and so he gets to be as we call it marketing literally the category king Um, (laughs) created the category and nobody else has done it better than him arguably um yeah i think it would be an injustice to give that uh to give that one a burger i really do i think that's a safe movie so i'm I'm glad that you uh i'm glad you liked it as much as i did too it wouldn't have been, I think a, bu- a much of a bummer it would have been if you watched it and you're like, oh man, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have been I think, a, a bummer. I think that one lived up to expectations for me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good deal. All right, Steve, you can start off with this one. Sweet. Interstellar. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, man. This really is a tough one for me. I'm not going to lie. Interstellar is really, really tough. I thought of something, um, Steve. Before you go on to this, I thought okay, of something. Okay, yeah, sure. I don't know why this isn't letting me 
There we go. Except I don't want that. You know what? It's not letting me do it. So I'm going to put it down here in option. I think that we should have a 4.5 crack for those ones that are just on the edge, but good enough. Be burger with bacon. Because who doesn't burger. like a good, uh, or a wait, bacon what, burger? A bacon burger. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a, wait, is that, are you, but are you in, are you in three, three and a half star territory or four and a half? I'm star at four and a half. So you have both the burger and the bacon on top. And it's about as good as you can get, except for this top level here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. Cool. Unless you don't like. I, well, no. I just thought I, I. I thought maybe an in between the four and the five would be more like a hamburger steak, because uh, that is a thing too. But I, oh. you know, I agree, though. But I, I see what you're saying with the bacon burger as well. So I'm with you there. So because I love a good. I mean, for me, a burger almost just is a bacon burger because that's how I roll. <laughs> I, um, yeah, that's true. I see. I see. So okay, all right, cool. So on our on our document here, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that. We'll go here. I'm gonna tab over. Perfect. Right. That's kind of what bacon burger. that might you yeah, know like so, so something like that, right? So so a so a bacon burger. Okay, okay, man. That kind of makes it harder. I'm not gonna lie. All right. So for Interstellar, so let me just talk it out loud a little bit. So yeah. Interstellar, um, I feel like the plot was awesome. Um, I like a lot of the, and again, when I say plot, I am thinking too of like the actual storytelling throughout. Like, I love how the movie starts where like it kind of took me a while to figure out if we were like in the wild west or in yeah. the future, yeah. you know, and, and that was kind of crazy. Um, so I definitely think the, um, the, the plot is fantastic. Uh, some of the like sciencey stuff in it, like I have two problems with it. Some of it just really jumped the shark near the end for me when it was like when he was like looking out through a bookcase and it was like some mm -hmm. weird random other dimension of time or whatever. And then like some of the um um like I feel like some of the category intent might have been a little bit off because of like I think they were really trying to go for like super believable science, but again, I just couldn't get away from the fact that like when when I watched scientists evaluate it, they were like, they really had some problems with it. And so that, that was, that was causing, um, that was causing maybe a little bit of an issue for me. Um, um, so this is really, this is actually really, really tough. I think though, I think it's a, I think it's a burger. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a burger. I'm going to be honest. I was really teetering between bacon or burger and not the other direction. I was really, really yes. I was really kind of teetering down to, to a bacon, um, subjectively, right? Yeah. Because, because of some of those elements, but I, but I think objectively, it's just a, it is just a really good movie in the, it's really the storytelling and the characters, um, and, ah, there's a huge emotional response in that movie too, with the, mm -hmm. like the dynamic between the dad and the daughter yep that probably is what pushes it to burger for me so i can't go steak i don't even think i can go bacon burger um but the the the, uh, the actual like emotional like what the movie does to you outweighs the problems that i have with it that would make it a bacon so i'm gonna give it a, a solid four a solid burger and uh, that's where i land on it i think my reasoning on the movie in my house is kind of um it's kind of the same as you i think that yeah, the highlights of this movie are the characters and the emotional response um, to it. Um, like we used to, the, the highlights, if you just think of all the moments 
that really strikes you like pretty hard when when he sees his daughter grown up because of uh, the time sink. Oh yeah, when that's he comes crazy. Up. And then having to say goodbye to his daughter, thinking that he, pro- he that he will see her again, but not knowing fully, and um, just the whole progress of the movie. It's a it's kind of an exhausting movie. It really takes it you. Is for a loop. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. It yeah. really is. Um, because there's so many of those moments. It doesn't just wind up to one big emotional ending that you're expecting. It just hits you and hits you and hits you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the. The action sequences and the intense moments that are filmed in space, I just, I think that the way that they filmed it and showing no sound while in space, um, as well as yeah. the music that just kind of pulls it in, is is terrific. I think it. There's a lot of levels that it hits on that perfect scale, and it does it really well. Um, it, in this is actually one of those movies where it's just a few steps below prestige for me of how much I like it because it, I just really enjoy it so much. But same as you. I, every time I, even though I love the movie, every time it gets to the end where he goes into the black hole and I'm definitely, I'm definitely okay with Chris Nolan doing what he did with him communicating with his daughter in the past through gravity yeah, yeah. And, and all that. I'm okay with it. I, like, I think that there's some creative liberty with stuff that you don't know and everything, but every yeah. single time it just, I almost want it to skip forward 10 minutes to get to the last part of the movie, which I think is right. great. I, I think that there was like that middle 15 minutes there where it does that it's cool but i'm just like okay let's just get back to kind of quote-unquote reality where he can see his daughter and it comes to the end um yeah and so yeah. for me that's i i selfishly i uh i made this 4.5 category because that's where it kind of hits for me um sometimes i think it's a stake for me because i love it that much but there's always that one bit where and the objectiveness kind of comes out and it just feels a little off what it is about that but i feel the same way that 15 minutes of that movie yeah. just irks me i don't know why i'm just like i'm just like oh, i feel like the storytelling was so good up to that point and then like at that i i don't know that one scene which it kind of stinks because that's supposed to be like the climactic scene really of yeah. the movie where like he's the, the actual contact is happening like you finally figure out what was going on in that room <sighs> But like, even though that's supposed to be what, you know, what storytellers call like the obligatory scene is a climactic scene in the movie. It just, it jumps the shark so much to me on, on, on the actual delivery of it that it, it, it irks me. And I feel like I should make this point too, because, um, one who is familiar with both the prestige and interstellar, um, might wonder why I don't have the same scientific criticisms of, the prestige right because the prestige also kind of went yeah. into like some historical guessing like some actual scientific yeah. stuff with like tesla and to me um i'll explain my reasoning there there was even a book written by the scientist who consulted on interstellar called the science of interstellar and so very clearly there was a a effort to be very scientific in the like to be as, as as truly scientific with some creative liberties taken as possible um with interstellar and, and to me it just didn't really live up to that whereas i don't think it i don't think they were trying to do that at all with the prestige i think it was actually pretty clever how they took a historical figure who was known for somewhat controversial ideas and for being very very smart and like taking taking a historical fiction approach to his work 
And I think it's what mm-hmm. they did in the prestige. Yeah. I don't think they were trying to be like, oh yeah, this could have happened or this even could happen this way or whatever. I think they were just trying to, to leverage some really cool history into a fictional scientific thing. The point of the movie wasn't to be a science thing. The point of yeah. the movie was kind of the crime mystery thriller piece yeah. of it. And then the historical fiction science piece of it sort of was, was a, a point of leverage in that it wasn't like the point. And so that's yeah. why I, I'm not criticizing the prestige in that same way, if that makes sense. It seems so weird criticizing Nolan on that part because it, even though it's not as exciting and as climactic and it's what you would hope, it does tie the movie together. It, it you know, it, it does kind of link. It's pretty neat how it links what happened at the beginning of the movie. You're trying to figure it all out. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't make it better. You know, I think he did the best that he could do, but sure, it's, sure. Just still, it's just still weird. It just still stands out. Um, yeah. But good. So I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's good. Um, cool. All right. Fourth one. All right. Cowboys. Space Cowboys. I think this you, one go, you go first. Yep. I was, I was very impressed with this movie. Um, I remember going into it. I don't know if, uh, I forget exactly, again, because it's been a while. I think you almost kind of gave me like a warning, like, hey, it's great. It's kind of not what you're thinking. Um, just watch it. You're like, just watch it. And uh, it definitely was not what I was thinking. I didn't think it would be as funny as it was. And I didn't think it would be as serious as it was. It kind of, it, it impressed me on a lot of different levels. Uh, it was, I'm, sometimes I get too sweet when I laughed harder at Rocket Man or this one, because they're both kind of related to space. But I remember getting quite a few good laughs in this movie. And I remember uh, kind of being, I guess you could say at the edge of my seat, you know, really wondering what was going to happen at the end of it. Um, so I think, mm-hmm. I think everything was very solid in this movie. The, the plot was there. there. I forget specifically now, there were a couple parts that kind of made me kind of question what was happening, but overall, very, very solid plot. Um, I just definitely, you know, felt, you know, pretty emotionally connected to the characters. I felt that they were real and they really wanted to complete their mission. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Characters were really funny. They got a great group of actors to play the parts. And then mm-hmm. I think overall, again, solid on whatever category is going to. I think it spreads some humor in there really well, nailed the story. Um, overall, I think I would give this a, a burger for a rating. Uh, yeah. I, I really liked it. I think it's a really solid. Nice. I can see yeah. how people would watch this and definitely not give it that higher rating. I think it does fall into you kind of have to be inclined to like these kind of movies dealing with space. Some funny humor yeah. there, but um, for me, it's for sure. Cool, cool. Okay, in the in potentially the surprise upset of the night, I am giving this a state. I oh, I am doing Space Cowboys. You love this movie. A steak. A steak. I love this movie. I'll tell you why. Um, there's actually a lot I could say. Yes, admittedly, there is some um bias in 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 nostalgia for me because I, I love this movie. It's like a like 2000, 2001 movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. I just love it. But the last time when I watched it with you, like Again, I never have really watched movies with a critical eye until I met you. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. Like I'm now I'm not just looking to enjoy the movie. I am, but I'm also like looking at the story and like trying to get yeah. a, a sense for like how good the movie is. And I'm actively trying to poke holes, at least a little bit, in them as well. And the thing about Space Cowboys is with the exception of one scene, I can't 
name something <clears throat> that I find wrong with the movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so if I can't find something wrong with the, with the movie, it's pretty hard not to give it the highest rating. And the only thing is like at the very end, the last scene, we talked about this in, in our review and stuff where I, where I honestly think they're just, um, it's like the, the, the main like plot has been exposed. And I think they're just kind of like, it's one of the last scenes in the movie. And they're just kind of like rushing to get it done with, I yeah. think, but it's like, it's, it's, it's like, the whole thing where like the Russian guy or whatever, like the Frank, that the guy who's like, um, forget his name, but the general, the the guy who's like at the head of the program at NASA or whatever, is like he just could like take him away, right? To like the Russian guy who he had been like co-conspiring with mm. or whatever the whole time to have, you know, to get this, um, um, to secretly get this, um, Cold War relic missile launcher thing repaired. Like he just kind of like. W Whisk the guy away, and there doesn't seem to be like any negative consequences for like this whole conspiracy thing with the director of NASA or whatever he is. Right. So, um, that was weird to me. That's literally the only thing. Otherwise, the the characters are phenomenal. I I was just thinking when I was trying to figure out my rating while you were talking a little bit on this of like yeah, how well solid. Yeah. they develop. They did so much yeah. character backstory and development, like, and the little nuances of each of the, and they have like five. Yeah. or six they have like, like five main, main characters like yeah. main characters to do this with and i think in the time allotted they just did such a fantastic job of that not only that but the movie is an entire emotional roller coaster like arguably the funniest guy in the movie like sense of humor wise is also like the one who has the most tragedy happen mm. to him and then and there's like Always the little hints of like uh, uh, jealousy that the that uh, uh, Frank has yeah. for Hank, like comes out in various at various times throughout the progression of the movie, and like the little things about like the eyesight on the old horny guy, like all this. Yeah. There's just all these things that work together. So the characters are great. Um, the category intent to me is is spot on. It's a funny movie. It takes you for an emotional roller coaster. Um, the plot is believable, right? Yeah. The plot is. The plot is believable. It seems it is. It seems plausible that this Cold War relic thing that needed to be prepared, it can't come down because it's, you know, then they would find out that they were harboring these missiles up there. And I I've been around I've been alive long enough to know that government conspiracy can happen. And I could totally see some head of NASA conspiring with some Russian dude to like, you know, con you know, conceal this. And um I don't know. I'll be honest. I just I can't find that much wrong with it. And I think I think there's so much good at it, uh, good in it that I just I am forced to give it a nice, big old juicy lean steak. See, that's what surprised me about it was how good it was, because like when I read the summaries of it and synopsis, just the quick thing, here's like stuff that I came upon when a retired engineer, Frank Corbin, is called upon to rescue a failing satellite. He insists that his equally old teammates accompany him into space. Based on that alone, it gives it a, um, it presents it to be like a silly movie. Like you're expecting right. it to be yeah. kind of mm -hmm. dumbed down, kind of stupid. Yeah. But like it's what you said, line. Yeah. yeah, it really isn't. When you get into it, the plot is, is like I guess that very strong. You know, I, I gave it, I gave it a burger. I gave it a four. It, I, I think it's as very fundamentally a lot of strong elements that make up a good story. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> oh man. Moving on.
Oh no. How do I go first? How do I go first on this? Oh my gosh. We are, we are finally to the unbearable weight of massive talent. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea how to score this movie. I, I, <laughs> I, I am, I am at so much of a loss right now. The cat. Let's just, let's, all right. I just gotta talk it out loud. So the category intent. What was the category? Why don't, why don't we go through this together? Let's go through each category together because okay, I, like, I, I've kind of let's do that. Too, yeah. Okay, so let's start at the top. Then we'll start it yeah. with the plot. Let's start with the yeah. plot. Okay, my. What do you? It is a movie about Nick Cage making a movie of starring Nick Cage. That you. What do you do with that? What did you. What do, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, you have. Okay. You have Nick. He was Nick Cage playing himself. And in this universe, he is a failed actor, which some people say he is in real life. Right. And then. I'm going to lie. I think okay. I can't. Here's I can't decide whether this is plot or category intent. Okay, okay. category intent. This is literally it is a made up Nick Cage category. It, it is hundred percent right. Isn't that? It's fair? not even like you could kind of categorize it as some type of weird metaverse thing, but it's it's different than that. It's a it's a Nick Cage category. It is a Nick Cage category, and so I what I'm what I'm trying to think through and process right now is our. I don't want to confuse plot with category intent, right? So, like, objectively speaking, the plot of the movie, let's say it wasn't Nick Cage, a failed actor goes to an island and ends up making a movie about another. I don't know that the actual plot was very strong, but at the same time, a movie about Nick Cage, a ostensibly failed actor, making a movie where he is Nick Cage, the ostensibly failed actor, th- that is suddenly genius. And so I, I can't tell well, if that's like a high category intent. What is that? Well, Alex, it, it kind of it kind of moves. Honestly, it kind of moves over to characters. He, he, characters here almost envelops category intent and plot because the whole yeah. movie is Nick Cage. So it it didn't it really doesn't matter. But the category is in the end. If it's a Nick Cage movie, he I mean, that's just what it is. And then everything else comes second. Yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> so like we said, I think the plot You're would definitely generally right. according to the fundamentals, the plot would work, the category would work, stick Nick Cage into it, and all of a sudden you have something that just surpasses w- what any of those things are. Okay, well, here's the thing. The only thing left other than that is emotional response, and I laughed <laughs> my pants off. The entire time because it was so yeah. well executed. So if we're not careful here, we are landing pretty close to stake category. And yet I don't feel but, like that is. Cr- so let's ask this question. What was wrong? If anything, with this movie? See, that's the thing is, I'm sure that there were. When I think about it, I want to tell a kind of funny story first. When I first watched it, I watched it with my in-laws and my wife and neither of them like Nick Cage. I think my father-in-law can take him or leave him. And I yeah. laughed. I laughed so hard through the whole thing. And it was just silence in the room around. And it is, at the end of it, the first thought I had was, I got to watch this with Steve. Like, we have to watch this. And then, and then, fortunately, it was like a week or two later, we watched it. And fortunately, 
I, I didn't know that Steve was a Nick uh, Cage fan himself. And it, and so that was kind of my experience with it. And yes, even the second time around, I cannot stop laughing at every, at every part that you were supposed to, that they wanted to make funny. It was hilarious. From, from the beginning, do you remember Nick Cage playing at the piano? And then just like, yeah, this crap there. It, it was just so perfect. Uh, so when it comes to watch it again right now. Oh, I yeah, I need to. So when it when it comes to emotional response, I let me let me um kind of put it this way: if you like Nick Cage, like if you truly enjoy Nick Cage as an actor, um, it should get the response out of you that it intends for you to laugh and be well, especially with the Easter eggs that were in there yes, from these yes. different movies so, and stuff. I mean, it was very intentionally designed. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think it's time to come up with the ratings, Dave. <laughs> and you have to go first because it's your turn to go first. This may be so silly, but so good. Well, back to the way you were saying, try to think of something that um, that didn't land well in the movie. And was, it's hard to think of one. It's really hard because here's the thing. <clears throat> Everything that didn't land well made sense that it didn't land well it's like that was the like it's like that was the point because that's yes. what would happen in a nick cage movie you know and so like yet so and not and also we kind of talked about lightly but specifically the relationship that he formed with his new friend there uh pedro pascal the actor's name i forget his name in the movie but what yeah it was just it all of a sudden developed into this like buddy movie and it was Right. One of the best ones I've ever seen. It was so right. good. I have to give it a stake. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're going to do that, but I have to. I, I can't find anything wrong with it. I have to give it a stake. I, I mean, a, it could be a, like, if I were to give it a bacon burger, which I almost might, I, I'm, I could give it a bacon burger. I would only be doing so only because there is some part deep in my soul that feels like I couldn't give the movie a stake. Exactly. And that wouldn't be true to myself. So I'm giving it a stake. I'm just doing um, it. If my reason is the same for you. Also, gave me a state because yeah, well, like what no, you just said. Ever get, we we literally just failed any any chances of becoming a movie review channel. Just I, so you know, we just that was the well, final nail in the coffin. Even objectively, I, okay, if I was a hardcore film critic, like if I took my love of Nick Cage out of it, I could sit down, I could find some flaws, and I could give it an eight, nine out of ten. Do it, do whatever the rating is. But the subjective side of me just loved the movie too much i loved it too much i could watch that you know over yep. and over and i would just love it yep. um so therefore um Same. the stake i think is very appropriate um yeah anyway yep. on to the next I totally one agree. and this next one is a tough one too knives out um yeah it's a tough one for me because i actually i've seen this movie around 10 times and wow i love i love it every single time um well okay so Obviously, the rating has to come last. Uh, the plot is excellent. Um, I'm not your. I'm not a um, a whodunit buff. There's so many whodunit movies I have not seen and books, but the ones that I do watch, I, I really am into. I enjoy them. I kind of, and even working on my second book, being somewhat like a whodunit, not in the extreme sense like this. So I'm definitely a fan right. of the genre, and I think that um, the plot is very strong. Um, it deceives where it needs to deceive and it show in fact it shows you what you think is almost too much at the beginning. Um, and so I, I think that uh, Ryan Johnson did a 
did a great job um, structuring that. Um, the emotional response was great. I think you kind of really feel for the main character and kind of, you know, really want her to not get caught of what's happened. Um, and you want, you know, bad people to get caught. And I, I think that, um, so I think the emotional response is there. Characters are top notch. Oh my goodness. Each character is very mm -hmm. defined, specific. They have a backstory, um, very strong characters. <clears throat> and even the, even the side characters that you don't see too much, but the main ones are especially strong. And then the category 10, obviously who done it hits that on the head. Um, I think that another thing, I guess, kind of similar to interstellar. The one thing that got me is I think the pacing is absolutely perfect up until like three quarters of the way through it kind of hits a stride where things start coming out about, um, what is it exactly? Um, oh, the, uh, like the blood work, the, from the autopsy. Yeah. And for about 20 to 30 minutes, somewhere towards the end or just before the end, it hits a weird, almost like quicker pacing and things kind of happen jarringly yeah. and a little fast. And maybe that's on purpose to kind of suck you in even more. Maybe it, it doesn't want you to notice some things. I'm not sure, but um, I I happen to notice that every single time I watch it, it's just something that doesn't take me out of it. I still think it's good, but it just doesn't seem to follow through with the meticulous pacing that is set out in the beginning. Um, for me, I probably would give it a bacon burger. Um, I, I really, I think it's pretty near perfect, mm. just aside from a couple, couple of missteps, I think in the end that just the pacing doesn't quite work for me the whole way but a fantastic movie but that's the reading i'm giving it cool okay so i'm actually i'm really glad that you took the time to go through all that i i have to admit on this one um it's not that i don't remember the the plot like i do i remember what happened yeah. but having only seen it one time yeah um i don't remember as much of like the character development and like so i have to admit that like i think my rating on this is going to be a little bit more gut based um i think i'm yep. more so going to be like okay when i think about my emotional experience watching that movie and then like the desire to watch it again which meat does that just most closely yeah you know yep. sort of sort of map to i think is how i'm going to have to think about it um I, I will go ahead and make the exception though of saying that i think the characters in the category of 10 were totally right on like mm. i totally got clue vibes throughout the whole <laughs> thing which i love the movie clue yeah. um and so I loved that. And then the characters, like the detective guy, like, I was like, oh, man, this guy is just absolutely amazing. I don't know. The plot was good. Uh, the plot was definitely good. But I thought it was a little, like, um, I don't know, a little weird, like a little weak. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's like I don't remember. I, like, I remember enough to, to think that, like, uh, I would have liked for it to be a little bit better at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember quite enough to, like, point out, oh, it was that particular detail that I didn't like. Although I, I think it mostly had to do with like the switching of the medicine and stuff. Like when the guy yeah. actually died, like that was all a little confusing to me. And like, I just, sometimes I feel like a movie <clears throat> is a little forced in the way that it goes in the way that like the plot plays out based on the nature of the inciting incident. And I feel like if she had just, and again, like I said, I'm not remembering enough of it, but like, I just kind of feel like if, if she had just been like honest about what happened up front, like, how much of all of that could have just been avoided? I don't know. I, I don't know. So anyway, yeah. it was all kind of. So so <clears throat> I'm gonna give it a bacon. I, I'm gonna give it a bacon, mm -hmm. and it's not because I don't. I actually think it was really good. And on a second watch, where I could remember some more details, I'm inclined to think that I might even give it a burger or a bacon burger, um, mm -hmm. because I do remember 
like experiencing the movie and thinking, oh man, that was really good, and being even stoked for the for the next one that was coming yeah. out. And I've I've heard some things. I haven't seen the, the new one, but I've heard that it's maybe not as good as the first one. I have to watch it. Being good. Yeah, I, I, so I remember it being good, but I think given only having seen it one time, it's been a while ago since I've seen it, my my my, my gut feeling is that it's a bacon. I got so you. That's where, this, that's where um, So a uh, little note here. This is the largest spread that you and I have had between ratings, a one and a half spread. Yeah, yeah. To, mm-hmm. um, all right, uh, Memento. Memento. we just watched. Memento. We just watched Memento. So last week yeah. we actually had our full fledged review of Memento. So um, but we'll mm-hmm. rehash it here and actually give it a official meet meet a meter uh review. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm I'm gonna go through these. The the plot was uh was fantastic. I, I love the time thing, mm-hmm. the shift. I love the way that the story mm-hmm. was handled with the starting at the end and then meeting somewhere in the middle. I mentioned in the review that I had like some trouble figuring out like where we were in the story, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. That means I had problems, you know? So I, I objectively thought the story was just really, really great. Um, emotional response. I don't know. I'm iffy on this because like, definitely it got you feeling things throughout. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. two, I have two problems on the emotional response. One thing is one of the things that I was feeling was confusion. And I was spending a lot of time trying to figure out what was happening instead of enjoying the enjoying what was happening. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like for the thoughts to be for the experience of a movie to be a bit more seamless than that. Like I like for the author to be like inserting thoughts, but then like explaining them before <clears throat> I have to think too deeply about them as the movie progresses. And so it didn't really do that for me. Um, and like also when the guy like at the very end of the movie, which is technically the middle of the movie. Yeah. Again, again, like we talked about in the review, it wasn't as like emotionally satisfying as I wanted it to be. I thought it felt a little pointless. So, um, so while the plot was good, the emotional response for the plot for me was kind of mixed. Yep. Um, characters, I have to admit, Ooh, that's little, a t- that's a weird one on this movie. I'm a little iffy on the characters here too. I I have to admit because like. There, you, you could only go because there was like so much mystery and so much pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was actually really hard to develop the characters. Like, it was, like you yeah. really, you really only had to develop really three people: the main guy, the Teddy guy, and then the the woman. The girl's name. And because yeah. of the because of the back and forth, it was hard for me to like keep up with the development um you know what i'm saying uh so anyway so on the characters uh that was a little tough for me although like the actual if i if i can say it this way like the the plot applied to the main character i thought was really solid yeah right and i thought oh, okay this is kind of a cool like this is kind of a cool thing so i think there's a lot of redemption on the character angle for me on that one by the way i just let me just take a time out and say i think what we've come up with is a fantastic way to now actually talk about our movies every time. So when we're doing a movie review, we yeah. can literally go down this list, right? Absolutely. Of, yeah, that's perfect. these things. It gives us sort of an objective criteria. So I, I, I love totally this. agree. Yeah. Um, and obviously we'll take longer to talk about the details mm. of the movie on yeah, yeah. those episodes. Yep, absolutely. Throughout, you know? I so agree. that's, uh, that's kind of cool. Um, so then the fourth one, the category 10. Um, 
what can I say? I mean, I think it's one of those kind of mm. Nolan, like time-based. I don't know what, what larger category you would put it in, but it seems to me like whatever it is, it lived up to it. Um, it did a really, uh, it did a really good job of that. So I'm going to give this one, despite what might've sounded like a pretty negative review. I'm actually going to give this one a bacon burger. I'm going nice. to give it a bacon burger because I really, I legitimately think, uh, I really think the movie was that good. I think there was so much redemption in the coolness of the movie, um, even for some of the things that it lacked in the emotional response and even in the characters for me. And the other reason I'm giving it that is because I fully believe that um, if I had watched it as many times as you, and like, like, because you mentioned even, even like, doing whole rewatches of the movie yeah. looking out for like particular things to piece the storyline together which i think is almost kind of the point of, of it's it's literally part of the point of the movie i think yeah, is that absolutely. you're not going to get it in one sitting so because of all of that i think it's a good enough like if, if it's a movie that is good enough to make you watch it again and again and <clears> again <throat> and doesn't have the nostalgic thing like it doesn't mm. for me then i think i have to give that a bacon burger so it's worth every bit of that i think i actually really uh, appreciate your uh um your rating on it despite the shortcomings that you saw in it because it really does attest to how strong of a movie it is at what it's supposed to excel at and right this is, yeah you're absolutely right this is kind of like like a homework movie like this is a, a movie mm -hmm. i almost think that maybe sometime we should do it on this one but this is easily a movie you could show in film school i'm sure you do it plenty of others but in have really have to watch it a few times and dissect it and really because uh, yep. there's there's a lot to it um but yeah going down to um um more or less kind of the same as you except on a couple things the plot um <laughs> yeah again it's it, the plot is what it's supposed to be it, it's not told coherently but it's not supposed to so as as far right. as the intent of what it's supposed to be i think that the plot is uh very strong it takes out what it's supposed to accomplish you definitely have a definite quote unquote beginning and an end and it all ties together at the end. So it makes sense. Um, you can't really ask for too much more on that. Um, emotional response. I don't know why this movie always gets me a little bit emotionally. I, I think it's because I, I've never been obviously through any type of experience that the main character has, but there's something about that. He, that he has in his mind. So very vividly that he's still trying to um, seek, justice revenge or whatever you want for his wife and some moments they have is like with the um with the woman carrie fisher in, in the movie where she says something to him about like i i you know are you gonna remember me and he says no like I, you know I, I won't and then she kind of grabs it she says i think you will and he says i'm sorry there's just something about that scene where she she has some issues but she wants to feel some sort of connection with him and he just it just kind of washes over him because to him, he just has known her for 30 seconds or a couple minutes or however long that he's remembered her. So I think there's some very strong um, emotional parts of that movie. No, it doesn't have the same hit as like the end of Prestige and other things, but I think there's some pretty strong moments in there. Category 10, again, it's Nolan's category. He hits it perfectly. Um, and then characters, yeah, same as you. I think it's on the same line. You kind of have to watch it maybe four or five times and kind of follow each character. And I actually don't think you can really... Even with doing that, you can't really get attached to the 
other characters like you can with just the main one. It, it really kind of is him. He's right. the hero of the movie, and there's really no other ones um, for the for the most part. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's so weird. This So I've told you before, this one, Interstellar and The Prestige, um, can interchange on any given day what's my favorite. I think pretty objectively, The Prestige is is the top one on my list. Interstellar could have easily given a stake, but I I have to be a little bit objective with it. And this is a tough one. Um, I, I love this movie. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to give it a stake. I think I'm going to have to. Wow. I just think it's... The, the things that are poor, the things that are lacking in it are because of the structure it has to follow, if that makes sense. You know, you yeah. don't know much about mm-hmm. the side characters because why Why would you? He doesn't even know much about the side characters. And so even though you can't feel emo- that emotional yeah. attachment obviously is lacking there. So there's definitely several negatives you can point out in the movie, but they kind of have to be there. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anytime I watch that movie, I come away just thinking, just kind of blown away. It, I kind of hate giving a stake because then I feel like Interstellar should do it. But that's my subjectivity in this moment. Yeah. So I'm giving it a stake. No, I, I actually really appreciate that. And I, and I think that, like, again, when I look at, like, okay, what was wrong with it? Like, plot-wise, again, the only thing, and we talked about this on the review, the only thing that I think was potentially a plot hole was, like, that one scene where the woman walks out and comes back in and it's only been, like, yes, it could have been more than five or ten minutes at most. In real time, it was, like, a minute. And she walks back in and... I agree. He's suddenly yeah. forgot. How could she have possibly know that that was going to happen? Like I, um, that's the only thing. That that's I the only thing for like, me. That was a weird part. Yeah, yeah, I, that I could like point to and be like, "Oh, this was wrong with the movie." Like everything yeah. else that I, I like, it's not, it's not that it's wrong. Um, Excuse me. I think I probably could have graduated. Again, this was fresher on my mind. I think I probably could have graduated from the bacon burger to the steak had. Um, had it done more for me emotionally, I just I just felt a little emotionally unsatisfied and too intellectually curious at the end of the movie. That's what gave it the bacon burger for me. Like by the end of a movie, I want to feel the emotional satisfaction of ah, like I got yeah, you. yeah, you know. But I totally but honestly, the emotion it did, and it was intended to invoke an emotional response at the end of the movie. But the emotional response was one of like revenge. Yeah. Kind of. It, it, it like almost you... almost like pointless revenge in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like object like objectively purposeless revenge. And I don't resonate with that emotion. So I don't resonate with revenge either. And it's weird. It it almost it teeters that line where I could have easily watched that and at the end have like an awful feeling and be like, that that movie is not worth watching. That makes me feel kind of gross or icky or whatever. But Instead, it, it right. just teared the line where at the end it made me like really try to like to try to understand and think what he's going through. And it, it teeters that real fine line there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to ask you something about Interstellar because it just kind of crossed my mind about it. Oh, let's, sure. say, let's say that they didn't. So the whole reason to refresh just in case you forgot, the whole reason why Cooper goes and finds the NASA place and go spaces because of gravity talking to them which happens to be him in the future all that if they sure. would have left out that whole part of of gravity 
uh, everything like that. So let's just say he happens to stumble upon the NASA thing some other way um, with his daughter. Everything else is the same, though. Just take away that weird gravity thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they get to to the end. And instead of him going in the black hole, who knows? Maybe he does go in the black hole. And then and then it instead of all that, he just pops out in space where they pick him up and everything. Do you think that would have made the movie better? If they would have taken out all that. Because mm. it's kind of weird because on the flip side, if you look at his daughter, do you, if you remember at the end, she's just she's trying to think of she knows something is happening and she has the watch. And it's a pretty intense moment because her brother's coming back because she set the cornfield on fire to distract him and everything's kind of happening at once. So it, it definitely <laughs> has evolved in kind of an emotional way, too. But I wonder if the movie could objectively be made better by taking that. By taking by just removing that completely. I think I don't think the gravity thing. So I guess in a sense it'd be hard for me to divorce the gravity thing from the movie, even as a thought experiment, because that was like the point. I mean, that's gravi true. gravitational time dilation was the point of the movie. Yeah. Scientific like scientifically yep. was the point of the movie. So I don't think the movie without like all the effects of gravity, like I actually think that's what that's one of the cooler um, aspects of it, because even without the gravitational time dilation aspect, you don't really you don't even get like the aging when they're down at the planet versus when they're back to like, you don't get any of that. stuff. Well, well, that part, uh, I think I am definitely good with because that was. I think that part yeah. was solid, but the so whole talking about using relating to gravity as a communication device. Is that what yes, you're getting at? Specifically related okay. to the gravity in the black hole, being able to communicate with the past, specifically that portion. Okay. Okay. Then with that, I think uh, potentially so, although I would want to be more specific for me. Like I actually thought the gravity part about like where they, they were seeing the messages from that, Na like NASA was like seeing the messages and they didn't know what it meant. Yeah. That actually yeah. was kind of cool to me. Hmm. Um, it's just the freaking bookshelf. I just got to be honest. It's just the bookshelf. The bookshelf is so weird to me. I'm like, gotcha. why the why the weird bookshelf? And and um, the sort of unexplained like, um, because they're still correct me if I'm wrong. Like they might have resolved this, but I don't think they did. There's still sort of like this unknown futuristic like entity that like set supposedly like set up the whole apparently the whole future, thing. future humans future us. Yeah. 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 Right. But like that wasn't, I don't know. At, at the execution on the bookshelf scene, I think was just. Not That's good. true. I, I, Cooper, I just feel like there could have been some better way of making that connection. Because um, the Marine that was with him, the robot, which the, what a cool part to that movie, the, ro the robotic Marines. That was a really cool touch. Oh, that yeah. was in there. Um, At the end, he says, like, what are they or what is it? And somehow Cooper just knows automatically it's it's us in the future. And yeah, yeah. It's just how do you know that? Like, how do you know that's us? And yeah, yeah. I don't again. That yeah, whole fifteen I, minutes is just kind of jarring. Yeah, exactly. And, so like, and I wish it was using gravity to communicate is kind of cool, but like, why the bookshelf? Like, do, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just I would have liked something a little better than that. So anyway, that, like with the weird staircase, like it just looked weird. I don't know. It just like it just looked weird, and it just felt weird. I don't know. <laughs> I that's, that's all I can say. That's where I'm at with it. So. I hate it. I. On a good day, it's a steak. On, on a bad day, it's not. 
<laughs> well, I think it's a solid. What did you give it? Did you give it a bacon burger? I gave it a bacon burger because of oh, that you one thing. Invented the bacon burger category Be- because of that. Because of that, yeah. That's right. I just, that's right. I just hate that I can't because I actually think I do love it to that level. But some part of me has to be somewhat objective with it, and it's just, yeah, it's just a weird yeah. part. That's that's okay, you know. Yeah, it's okay to love it. It's okay to love it. But yeah, that that's just a weird fifteen minutes that like I don't <clears throat> again. It had to be there in one sense because of the what they set up with him like communicating with the daughter. Yeah. But it just could have been done in a way that wasn't so weird. That's, yeah, that's where it's at. All the other cool sciencey stuff throughout the movie just gets ruined for me at the end because mm. of that. And that's, that's why I gave it the, the burger. It's obviously still a fantastic movie. Like for, for all the reasons we talked about, oh, like, yeah. it could definitely yep. be watched and it, it, it's not a bacon and it's, yep. it's light years away from a spam. I mean, it's, it's oh, a fantastic, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a fantastic movie. It's just that 15 minutes that is like the obligatory scene ruins it for me. So anyway, yep. that's where I'm at. Did we agree? So. You had mentioned one movie that we we're going to watch, but did we agree on our next movie? Is either going to be so. a movie that you mentioned or Hot Fuzz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do Hot Fuzz. You told me about that, and that, that sounds really fun. Um, there was another one that I had talked about recently. Yeah, but I can't you, remember you right off what it was. Um Oh, it was um, something, wasn't it a Ryan Reynolds movie? Maybe not. It was some um, popular actor now, and it was one of his early ones. Interesting. Okay. Something, yeah, we'll have to, it was like a mystery one or something. I'll, I'll, I'll have to remember. A, a mystery one. Huh. Okay. Some type of, yeah, mm. it was something like that. I forget that. I'm sure we'll, we'll think of it. We'll yeah. Oh, do we even do story of the week this week? I haven't thought of one. I didn't write one down. I, I thought about that. I thought, you know, we've gone a little long, so maybe we even skip story of the week this week. I'm I don't good, know. I'm unless you have that. something. To... For the first okay. time ever in the history of story world, no story of the week. So for no story all of the week, wild yeah. fans looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm terribly sorry, yeah. but hopefully you've you've gotten enough value out of this episode. I've had fun. This might be one of the most this fun is, episodes. This, we've is, done. this is a great this, one. This takes the cake. So <laughs> um, and, uh, next introducing the meter meter. We'll go from the meter meter to getting down to some pretty important maybe Bible stuff next week. So very yeah. uh, wide transition yeah. between episodes here. Absolutely. But you know what? This is why, like, here's the thing. I don't know anybody else, but I would listen to this podcast because of exactly. <laughs> I would listen because to this podcast every day. I'd go through I'd be reruns. Because one week we're rating movies and ranking them by meats. And then the next yes. one, we're going to talk about a very serious Bible topic. Like they- to me. This is the best podcast ever. So I, maybe we should start ranking Bible characters based on meat, based on the meat of Peter. <laughs> we should objectively not do that. That would be really <laughs> terrible. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll yeah. Leave it at that. Yeah. It's like, is this like maybe if we did that with Bible characters, though, I think we'd have to rank them as bread, right? So five would be like <laughs> bread of yes. life. Yeah. Four would be like manna from heaven, right? Three would be like five loaves, two fishes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Right. What would what would two be? Maybe maybe two would be like the cake that Elijah ate. I don't know the 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 biscuit that the the woman made for uh, for Elijah. And uh, man, I don't know what a I don't know what a I don't know what a uh, what a one would be. Well, the, the um, one would even be bread. It would just be the dust that the disciples brush off their feet when they leave. The oh, you know, you know what it would be. You know what it would be. It would be the bread that Satan. Satan. Yes. Oh, no, Jesus. When he was when he yep. was tempted. When he was yep. tempted. That's what it would be. Okay, we're gonna have to cut this That's, off right we're here. We're done. Uh, share the podcast, please. Like, let some if you're watching this <laughs> and we're listening to this right now, you have to you let had somebody fun. else know. You had fun with it, like, yeah, and you have to let somebody else know about the existence of this incredible uh podcast. So, and it's anyway, okay, um, but just for the fact of making fun of us, 
Yeah, no, that's totally fine too. I think I'm down with that. We welcome you know? it. We welcome it. We welcome it we, in some strange way. Yeah, we do. So, okay. All right. God bless. Everybody time. take care. It's been fun. See you.